Good morning, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Travel and Transformation Show with me, your host, Sophia, and my guest today, Faith Robertson. And maybe I should call her Dr. Faith Robertson, because that's who she is. She is a doctor. She is the owner of Truth Performance Luxury Skincare. She does Mindset Mondays. She's a life strategist, an author, and a speaker. And I met this lovely lady at Women's Summit, and she wasn't even sure what my podcast was called, but I said, you know what? I heard her stand up and introduce herself, and I said, I have to have her on my show. And she just said yes. She didn't even know what it was called. I asked, and she said yes. And that, to me, is a beautiful thing, is to just roll with the yeses and roll with the opportunities. So thank you so much for being here with me this morning. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm so excited, so thrilled. Thank you so much. So tell us a little bit about yourself because I, I don't know a ton about your story, but I know what I heard and I knew you had to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you. And I love the fact that the title of your podcast has the word transformation in it because I have gone through my own personal transformation and that has become my mission in life. And like you said, I'll I'll tell you just a little bit about my journey. Again, I'm Dr. Faith Robertson and I'm just affectionately known as Dr. Faith. Everybody just calls me Dr. Faith. I am a retired oral surgeon. I was in private practice for 20 years as an oral and maxillofacial surgeon. And then God said, it's time to go out of nowhere. It's it's time to go. And that started my transformational journey because God will interrupt your plan to start to execute his plan. You know, I thought I had at least another 10 years to do it, but no, he said go. And that started my journey on transforming the lives of women. And I have a coaching program. I'm now in the coaching space. I am a chief life strategist. I am a spiritual coach, mentor, all of that with a mission to pour into the lives of women, to see them stronger and bolder and showing up for themselves. So that is what I'm doing. That's that's the Cliff Notes version of my life. <laughs> because how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> So you said you're a chief life strategist. What is that? Like, what does that entail? That is, that's a life coach on steroids because most coaching is, is more empowerment and encouraging and just kind of pushing you out there. Well, I'm a surgeon at heart. So I start with the heart of the matter. I still do surgery but it's spiritual surgery. It is emotional surgery. So that is what I call when I say chief life strategist, I get you healed from past hurts, those limiting beliefs, self-doubts, anything that's holding you back before I push you out there. So my job is to equip you. And part of that equipping process is opening up and let's get free from some things that have been holding you back. I don't care if it's fear, low self-esteem, self-doubt, anything that's been spoken over you, we deal with those things. And then we create a strategy to get you out and being the best person that you can be. Absolutely. Okay. Well, <laughs> and, and I and I like the way you put that because 
it can speak to so many different things because within us as women, there's so much going on all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the past traumas, there's the being strong for everybody else but us. There's the limiting beliefs that mm-hmm. are, again, the way you put it, spoken over us sometimes. And so much so that they become ingrained in who we are and we don't even realize it. You know, because society has its own set of rules, you know, that they want us to live by. Our parents have a set of rules that Mm -hmm. they want us to live by. You know, if we're in a relationship, that person might have a set of rules that they expect us to live by. So there are all these different You're hitting the nail rules. On the head. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and then Absolutely. they create all these beliefs. And all of a sudden, we're somebody who we think we should be. And but is that necessarily who we are? Who we are. We get lost in the sauce. We start living somebody else's truth. We start living somebody else's idea of who we should be and how we should show up. Well, my passion, my job, my my special sauce is to just eradicate that and really have women showing up, like I said, as their authentic self and be unapologetic about it. Be totally unapologetic about it. Be who you are. Find your purpose. Walk in that thing. Don't ask for permission. That is what we are going to do in this season in the lives of women. And that that is amazing because, you know, so many people need that and don't even realize that they need that. Yes. Yes. You know, so I, I, I love that as you're speaking, you're speaking to somebody. Mm-hmm. And somebody is going to hear that message and be like, yes, I need this because their awakening is starting. Yes. That voice is coming for them. <laughs> I know that sounds so ominous. The voice is no, coming no, for no. You. But you said but the it is word, the perfect <laughs> word awakening. That is what God is doing in this season. He is shaking his daughters to wake his daughters. We have been sleeping on ourselves. We've been sleeping on what we're called to do. We have been sleeping on our power and our strength and our femininity because we're trying so hard to fit into this man game. We've lost the, the just the sensuality of being a woman. So I'm bringing all of that back, all of that back. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm, what, I'm gonna have to go the, the Justin Timberlake <laughs> bringing sexy back. <laughs> you got it. You got it. I'm bringing sexy back. Yes. Yes. That's perfect. That is perfect. Yes. I'm bringing sexy back, and she's gonna be sexy and powerful and strong and speak up for herself and show up and you know just just get rid of that that stinking thinking from the past. We have to let all of that go. It's it's holding us captive. So I want to set the captives free. Definitely. I want to set them free. And something that you said that I I, I want to touch on is bringing up the feminine and that that power that comes with that. Because, yes, trying to fit into a man's world, we've had to use a lot of masculine energy to be there, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. as you're doing your thing, there's so many things that you're doing it like a man, but you're not getting the same, dare I say, respect that mm-hmm. a man would get doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Because all of a sudden then, oh, she's arrogant. She's a bitch. She's a this. She's mm-hmm. a that. Mm-hmm. And then then you're taking all that in to your being. And then if you're not careful, you're accepting that as your truth. 
Exactly. You know, it's like, well, maybe now I just need to own being a bitch, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe, mm-hmm. you, and maybe you do, but mm-hmm. maybe you mm-hmm. don't because mm-hmm. maybe that's not your truth. You're just a very powerful woman who is being who she is, you know, and at the same time, leaving out parts of who you are. Exactly. Because then yeah. sometimes you forget that feminine energy that you were talking about, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because I've heard some women that I've spoken to say, well, why do, you know, I don't need to be feminine. And, and I think that also comes with a negative connotation because then it comes almost with that subservient thing that to be feminine, you have to be a certain way, but you mm-hmm. can bring the feminine energy and not have to run around with the pink dress and the tiara. Yes, and if you true. want to run the pink dress and tiara, then that's cool too. Put it on. <laughs> Put it on. Because it's, it's there's so many, you said so many powerful things that I want to I want to touch on. Um, but one thing I watered down who I was as a woman when I was in private practice. The first 10 years of practicing, I wouldn't even put my face on any type of promotional material in thinking that people won't won't refer patients to me because I'm a black female in a white male dominated specialty. And my my wake up call, I went to an anesthesia conference and I was looking at some anesthesia equipment and the lady on the other side of the table, she began to explain how to use things. And as she was explaining, she would say, well, when you get back to your office, the doctor can show you how to do this and the doctor can show you how to do this. And the doctor will explain. And she said, well, who do you work for? And I just, I politely introduced myself as Dr. Faith Robertson, oral and maxillofacial surgeon out of Dallas, Texas. And she turned beet red and she was so apologetic, but I had to stop her. I said, no, 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 you don't owe me an apology. I owe you an apology because I should have walked up here and told you who I was Mm. instead of creating a space for you to assume who I was. So that was my fault. That was my turning point. No one ever had the opportunity to define me. I let you know who I am. And then still showing up feminine, still showing up as a black female, still showing up as a surgeon, still you know wearing my makeup and my lashes and all of that. But I am letting you know who I am. And I have arrived on the scene. If you see it as being a bitch, if you see it as being just you know cocky or what have you, that's on you. But I'm mm-hmm. going to show up confident in who I am and confident in what I'm capable of. That changed my entire life, changed my entire life. And isn't it amazing how one seemingly small moment can have such a large impact? Because I'm sure that woman went home and told us a story, but didn't realize the impact that she had on you that day. No, no, she changed my life. She absolutely changed my life. And again, she she came around the table and she hugged me and all of that because at this conference, I was maybe one, I would say maybe it was 500 surgeons there. I was maybe one of four and it was only two black females and there was only four black people at this entire conference. So she came around the table and she hugged me because in that moment, she saw herself in me Mm. of what she could do. So we had an exchange of destiny right there at that table. Nice. Yes. That is so powerful to just have that moment and say, this is me. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. Now let me tell everybody else. 
Exactly. So that they're not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Aha moment. So I know that you have four pillars to talk about. So can you please tell us what those four pillars are and how they truly relate to our lives and becoming better? Yes, yes. In life, again, you will have those moments that it all seems to come together after being fragmented and not knowing exactly where am I supposed to be in life? What am I supposed to be doing? What is my calling? What is my purpose? Why are the dots not connecting? I seem to be all over the place. Why am I here? I mean, have you ever asked God, why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? What impact am I supposed to be making? I went through that after I retired from private practice. I knew that I had a gift. I knew that I was called to women. I just didn't know how to put it all together. So I got, well, I won't say I got, God led me to the perfect coach, the perfect mentor, because your next level is always, and I say always attached to a who. You may have the knowledge and the skill set, but if you don't have the right who that's going to lead you from point A to point B, you will constantly just be going around the mountain, same circle, on the treadmill, on the on the, the um, hamster wheel, just going, making no progress until you are connected with the right who. So I invested in myself mm-hmm. and I got with the coach and the mentor and worked with him for over a year. But that is when the light bulb came on. I was like, this is what's been missing in my life. And I developed those four pillars that I love to share with women because I know that I know that I know they're missing one, two, three, or four of those pillars. And those pillars are clarity, focus, momentum, and accountability. And I recently taught a course where I broke down all four of those pillars But the thing of it is, is you have to have all four clicking at the same time. Otherwise, you're trying to go somewhere in a car with a flat tire because you can have all the momentum and not be focused. Mm -hmm. You can have clarity and be distracted. Or you can have clarity and then just sit there and have no momentum. You're going nowhere. So they all have to be clicking at the same time. And the beauty of it is you can apply this to any area of your life. If you're trying to lose weight, you need all four of those pillars. Save money, same thing. Relationships, same thing. Clarity, being clear about your mission, your goals, your strategies, being clear about what God called you to do. Focus, not being distracted uh, with everything, making everybody's emergency your urgency. You know, you're over here trying to help them. You're over here trying to, you're not called to everybody. You have to stay focused on that thing that God called you to do. Momentum, getting into the cadence of God. Consistency is what builds momentum. If you're procrastinating, if you're perfectionist, that's what's slowing you down. Uh Uh-huh. I see the smile on your face. (laughs) (laughs) And then accountability. Who are you accountable to? Who are you reporting to? Who's not letting you give up? Who's not letting you stay in that pity party? So accountability, that builds your confidence. That keeps you going. So those four things, if they're clicking at the same time, you'll be successful in every area of your life. I guarantee it. I absolutely guarantee it. 
So how do you get all four of those things to click at the same time? Ah, I'm glad you asked. Um, (laughs) I I gave this uh, talk because it's leading up to Elevation Now, The Gathering. That was birthed out of my coaching program. And you can get those four pillars if you want to work with me as your life strategist. I have an eight-week program. And like I said, we can work on all of those. Or or you can join me in October, October 27th and 28th here in Dallas at Elevation Now, The Gathering. Because it has been my prayer that God shows us clarity, helps us get focused, gives us that courage to have the momentum, and then holds us accountable. So it's that and so many other facets of life that we're going to dive into at Elevation Now, The Gathering. But that's one. That's your start. That is your start. Meeting me at Elevation Now, The Gathering. I'm going to show you how to get all of that. Clicking at the same time. I love the name, but at the same time, as that name is clicking, right? I'm thinking, okay, so elevation now. So you're 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 stepping into a new level of you. But then when I get I get the gathering, it's almost like there's this in my head, and I gotta say that just because it's who I am, mm-hmm. this galactic council gathering around you. <laughs> you know, so it's like the gathering and the whole elevation thing. It just sort of takes me to a whole other dimension of space and time when I think of that name. So can you imagine as people come in and that they have this whole galactic council just waiting to support them in a whole nother space and time while we're sitting in this 3D world. Anyway, that's what shows up in my head, kids. You you are so <laughs> on point because the gathering is going to be heavy in the prophetic. The first night is a prophetic council. After I do my keynote, then I have a group of prophets who are going to release the word of God over the daughters in this season. So it is going to be an encounter. I have it, it's not a conference. And God even told me, don't call it a conference. It is a gathering. It is an encounter. He has given me a promise because I'm all about transformation. It's time out for getting information without transformation. Mm -hmm. So I want every woman to leave there ready to go to her next level. I'm speaking on identity the first night because we can't elevate if we're not certain of who we are. So I'm tacking, uh, tackling identity, and then we're going to take it to the next level. And not just uh, everything is not just all spiritual, even though there's a foundational scripture for everything. Sometimes it's just practical. So I brought in someone who is a professional at image consulting. I brought in a professional at kingdom finances. I brought in a professional for business strategies because I want you to have the tools that's going to move the needle to your of your life in every single area. And I'm gathering his daughters because that is what he commanded me to do. I'm gathering them and then he's going to do the work, the work. And we are definitely going to elevate. And now the NOW, I got that from my mentor, stands for no opportunity wasted. We have wasted enough opportunities. We have wasted enough time. We have wasted enough money. Now it is time to elevate. No opportunity wasted. 
And it is my prayer that any sister that is watching this does not waste any more opportunity because we have gotten lazy. We have gotten lazy and we think that we have the luxury of time. We have the luxury to just get it done whenever we get it done. No, the time is now. The time is now. So that's why it's elevation now. No opportunity wasted. Nice. And and the thing is, we don't know how much time we have, mm-hmm. you know, because as youngsters, we think we're invincible. And then as we get a little bit older, we figure we still have time. We get a little older still, and then we start to notice Sometimes time's on the back end, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you don't know. You don't know the next time you walk out the door, do you get an opportunity to come home? That's right. You know, and it's such a, seems like such a morbid thing to talk about your mortality, but that's the thing. We all are mortal. Well, okay. Let me say most of us are mortal. The majority of the people I know <laughs> I'm going to go with are mortal. <laughs> That's my belief about them, you know, because I'm not going to discount anything I because I don't know everything. Right. But when you face your own mortality, you have to recognize that every day it's is not a promise. It's a gift. And tomorrow, you don't know what if there is a tomorrow. So, yeah. Exactly. As you're doing things, you don't want to live in fear of dying because that's not helpful, right? Mm -hmm. But, and you don't want to not plan for the future because that's not helpful, Mm -hmm. but you want to look at things in the light that tomorrow isn't promised and live fully in the today, in the present, which is the gift, right? And do as many things as you can to be that 2.0, that 3.0, that 4.0 version of yourself mm-hmm. now. now. Because even though we approach life linearly, there really is no space and time and everything is happening really now. So now is the best time to get things done. Yes, so I, and, I, I love and that's all know. you have. That's all you have is now. Yeah. And and what's what's crazy about now is that it's always now. Yes. If we talk about this in an hour, it's still going to be now. Now. That's all you have is now. Let's go. What are you waiting on? So I I understand the fear. I understand the apprehension. I understand the confusion. I understand all of that. I understand feeling stuck, feeling stuck financially. I understand all of that because I was her. But I also understand how to get out of it. And what's on the other side of it? Even though I left my 20-year practice, um, we're a two-income household, so I had to come home with tears in my eyes and tell my husband, you know, I still have all this debt. I don't have a retirement plan, but God told me it's time to go. It's time to go. And his response was? (laughs) He said, he said, well, baby, and I'm so thankful that he trusts the God in me. He said, baby, if that's what God told you to do, I got it. Mm. I'm so grateful that I had his support. But again, when we put all of my things in storage and he pulled down that storage door 
And I watched my life as I knew it because I had spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to train to be a surgeon and then do it for 20 years, very comfortable in it, very good at it. Everything that I had worked toward was being put in a 10 by 20 storage. And when he put that lock on that storage, I had a full blown meltdown right there, right there. Because you have to go through a grieving process. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the separation of spirit and body or man and woman through divorce. Whenever you are pulled away or separated from something that that's all you know, you have to grieve. So yes. I took the time to grieve the loss of a career that I knew it. But then I was able to step into the new me. And I have never been so free and so happy in my life. I thought I was happy then. I thought I was free then, but I was married to my practice. I was married to the brick and mortar. I hadn't even taken a vacation longer than five days in 20 years. Wow. Because if I stopped cutting, the checks stopped Stop coming. coming. Yeah. Yes, I was in charge of, I, I was everything, HR, you know, janitorial, you name this. You know, you're everything when you're in private practice, especially if you're a solo um, practitioner like I was. So yeah, I, I wasn't free. I was just making money. But I didn't have time to spend it. What kind of freedom is that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm free and I want my sisters to be free. And the only way you're going to be free is to answer that call, your true call on your life. That's where we are. And the time is now. Yes. The time I, is now. And I, I just love what you talked about freedom because freedom, well, freedom is what people make it. His freedom is different for every person. But I love that he said, I thought I was free. I was making all this money. Didn't have any time to spend it. <laughs> so yeah, you can have financial freedom, but not have time freedom. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. So you have, yeah, you have all the trappings of the great life, the house, the car, you know, the this, the that, all of that, but how much time you get to spend in that beautiful house? And are you only in that nice car going to and from work? <laughs> you know? So yeah, the you have to look at what is freedom to you and how many types of freedom do you want? So yeah. do I want financial freedom? Hell yeah. Because I also want time freedom. So I want the time to spend the money. <laughs> And to go on the vacation, hence the travel piece, right? <laughs> How it all comes together. Yes. Yeah, yes, so you have to look at what does freedom mean to you? Mm -hmm. And how do you want to achieve that form of freedom? Mm -hmm. So I, I love that you, the, that you put it out there that, yeah, I had this, but I didn't have this. Mm -hmm. And in life, yes, there are trade-offs, but you just need to ask yourself, what are you willing to trade off? Exactly. Is it the time with your family? Is it the, or is it the money? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to trade off X mm -hmm. amount of money so that you have the time to do what you want to do? Exactly. You exactly. know, and then, but here's the thing. Are you willing to do and instead of or? Because we live so much of our life in or, I can have this or that, you know? 
again, another song jumps into my head, <laughs> crisscross. I know now I'm telling on myself that you can go with this or you can go with that. Right. And that's kind of how we live instead of you can have this and you can have that. <laughs> right. So I think it's, again, when you said going to the next level means there's a person attached to the next level. Because they're going to show you your blind spots. They're going to show you what you haven't seen, or they're going to show you the way and the path that you don't know, because sometimes you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. So, yeah, yeah. you can have this and you can have that. Yes. yes, that was cute. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yes, I like that. I like that. But yes, yes, you can. You can. You definitely, you definitely can have it all. And my daughter was 10 before I had the time to take her to school and pick her up. She was 10 before I was actually in the, able to you know take her to school and pick her up. I missed those first 10 years of just what it felt like to be in the parent line. I didn't even know what that felt like. <laughs> and since I retired um, and COVID ended up in, a, oh, COVID was, was bad, but you have to find the good out of it. Mm. Um, when COVID hit, of course, I, I pulled her out of school and I never took her back. So I homeschool her and I absolutely love it. She's 14 and we get to spend that mommy daughter time together. She's in those years where she really needs her mother around her to teach her about herself. Because what I will not allow is society or the internet to tell my daughter who she is or right. to tell my daughter about her body. That's my responsibility that I take very seriously. So I have the luxury to homeschool my daughter. So again, when you say time and money, people say, you know, time is money. Time is No, 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 no. Money, we're never going to run out of money. I promise you, they're printing money as you and I are sitting here talking. They're printing some money. We're never going to run out of money. I guarantee you, we're going to run out of time. Those are two very different commodities. Yeah. So yes. So what you do with your time matters. How you spend your time matters. Who you spend your time with matters. So even creating some boundaries so that you can manage your time effectively. Those are some of the things that I teach in my life strategy course is time management boundaries saying no taking control of your life and stop apologizing for being you so yeah we, we got work to do we got work to do but i am ready and i am in position to help women who need to do that work that's why i'm here nice well done <laughs> i'm glad you're here yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> So is there anything else that, like, if you could give one tip to somebody right now who might be struggling with figuring out who they are, what would that one tip be? Ask for help. Ask yes. for help. Yes. Because that's something that society has taught us is a sign of weakness. Mm -hmm. To ask for help. That is absolutely untrue. That is a sign of wisdom. When you have gone as far as you can go on your own, ask for help. God has given us all the resources, all the tools. He's put people in place. He's put you know systems in place to help us go to the next level. But we don't ask for help. So you have not because you ask not. So 
find your who and ask for help. I love that. And before we go, so a couple of things before we go, what is one fun fact about you? I am a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I love to read. (laughs) I would read versus watching television versus in versus talking on the phone. I love to read. I am such a nerd. And I'm, you wouldn't think it, but I'm actually an introvert. I just love alone time and just, you know, curling up with a good book and I would just be in, in heaven. That's, that's one fun fact, but you know, Hey, I have to get out there and be, be everything and be extroverted and be out there. So, Hey, I'm, I'm okay with that. But by nature, give me a book and a blanket. <laughs> Tell you what, <laughs> I love I, this. This is me all the time. <laughs> all the time a book and a book light and i keep batteries just in case my book light goes out because i, I do i just this is me this is me this is me just hey I, i'm a nerd i'm a nerd okay, <laughs> okay. because now i know I why we connected we're the same oh. kind of nerd <laughs> i love it when people say i don't know what to get you for your birthday get me a gift card to barnes and noble that's what I want. Yeah, that's what I want. Definitely. So I can buy some more books. Yeah, yeah. I love to read. And I'm also by nature an introvert. So so I get that. I guess now they're calling it um introverted extroverts. So yeah, I think it's your na- or something like that. Like yeah, uh, some, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the technical term is. Yes, yeah, 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 you're yes. you're introverted, but you know. You can get you can go out into the world and and have those extroverted qualities, but then yeah, you want to come home to that and have that little bit of alone time to recharge and to reset yes. and to do yes. all that. So That's yeah, my happy place. That's my happy place. <laughs> now now it makes so much more sense. <laughs> I was attracted to you. <laughs> so Very you, magnetism. I love it. Right. <laughs> So if people want to find you, how do they do that? Um, I'll make it easy for them. You can go to my website, easyeasyfaith.com. You can connect with me on all social media handles, Faith Robertson. Please send me a friend request on Facebook. I will accept it so that we can stay in touch. So go to my website. You can also put your email address in my website to stay connected with me. But yes, send me a request on Facebook so that we can stay in touch because I post all of my information on there. So that way you can just keep up with everything that I am doing. That sounds good. So one more time, tell me your website one more time, just in case. It's speakingbyfaith.com. Speakingbyfaith.com. You'll see all the conference information on there as far as travel and hotel. Everything that you need to know about Elevation Now, the gathering is on the website. Also, you can stay connected with me. You can book me to speak at your engagements. You can also do a 30-minute complimentary call with me that if you need that life strategist, if you need that coach in your life, if I am your who. Let's jump on a complimentary call and let's see. Let's see if we're a good fit and if I can take you to the next level. But make it a point to meet me at Elevation Now, the gathering. It's two days, two days, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. And I'm not ashamed to say that I invested $20,000 in my who. 
that I did not have. I had to be resourceful, but I made it happen because I knew that my future was attached to him. The conference is $197, $197 for two days for you to get clarity, focus, momentum, and accountability, and get tools and resources, have lunch, collaborate with women, meet other women. Two days, I'm putting my heart and soul in this. Go register. Just go to the website, register. If you got to come by yourself, your future is waiting on you to show up for you. I want to see you at Elevation now. No opportunity wasted. It's your season and it's your time. Let's go. Let's do it now. <laughs> now, now, go now, go to the website now. <laughs> All right, Dr. Faith, thank you so much for being here today. I really enjoyed our chat. And yes. y'all, if you're listening, go now. <laughs> thank you for having me.